Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Black Go- <clears throat> Excuse me, Black Talk Radio, Video Land Express. I'm your host, Frankie San, or your girl, Frankie, or girl, Frank. Or... Anyway, um, we enter the brand new year. Now, as far as the show is concerned, we just keep continuing. And the resume says we're going into our fourth year. But basically, this is a continuation. I was supposed to do a show in the New Year's, um, and then all of a sudden, all these award shows... Um, I mean, they made so many announcements today, um, so I decided, let me hold off and start the new year with all the war shows, which makes it easier for me uh, to say, you know, the best one was for 2015. As a matter of fact, today, uh, it's going to be the People's Choice Awards. Uh, they announced the Producers Guilds Awards. Um, this coming Friday is going to be the AFI Awards. They also announced the Writers Awards, um, all these, you know, nominations. And I said, okay, let me just concentrate on this. Now, the first show for the new year was going to be uh, The Force Awakens, Star Wars. Uh, and I did part one. I didn't get to do part two. Well, George Lucas did uh, the Kennedy Honor Center. And that when he did that and Carol King was on, that became like a full circle for me, uh, meaning it goes all the way back to 1977. And the last I had to say, I'm old Jedi. And I'm old Jedi master back in 1977. And they even got a T-shirt saying that. Um, and so we got the, the new generation, the party ones I like to call them. They really love um, Force Awakens. And we, basically I was waiting for the Force Awakens to be number one all-time U.S. box office, which it finally did. It was announced this afternoon. It is January uh, the 6th. It is a Wednesday. And I finally announced it. Now, they said it was going to be number one Monday and Tuesday. And they were a little bit behind, which means that the Force Awakens is a little bit behind as far as the box office, I mean, everybody who went to see it, even uh, the repeaters, because all of the, the Easter eggs and everything like that, uh, so the movie kind of uh, is, you know, it's finally getting quiet, you know, all the hype is gone, okay, the holidays are over, so the movie is only made like $8 million yesterday, wow, $8 million. <laughs> compared to everything else, a lot, of, a lot of movies just make like half a million a, uh, a day, so $8 million is nothing to sneeze at, no, but um, it's finally dying out. And so that whole full circle from 1977, and I've been doing the, uh, the, sh- the live show for 25 years. This show's been doing four years. A lot of things are becoming full circle. Um, a lot of things I want to mention about that. But we're going to postpone that Star Wars show to the ne- to next week because now China is going to open uh, this coming Saturday in a lot of predictions. The biggest moneymaker was uh, the Fast and the Furious 7, uh, $390 million. Is uh, is the first weekend going to make that much money? Actually, the uh, the first weekend is going to need another billion dollars to break international box office of um, of Titanic and Avatar. Now, in the U.S., it beat everybody. It is officially the biggest number one picture of all time in the U.S., followed by Avatar, followed by Titanic. Okay, so we got that out of the way, but we're going to see what happens in China. Now, they're predicting it might be able to be. 
Titanic, but it's not going to beat Avatar internationally. So internationally, all-time box office looks like Avatar still going to uh, be number one. So I decided, let me move the show over, the Star Wars show, part two, for next week. And we're going to continue more with the awards because after Golden Globes comes out this Sunday, which I'm going to do the predictions today, I'll do the Star Wars show, and then they're going to have the Oscar nominations. Now, this is going to be pretty much an interesting uh, year for awards because it's pretty much written already as it is. Variety Magazine just came out with their predictions. And I got my predictions, which we're going to go over, and I'm going to go over some of the movies that I like, did not like, okay? Um, and the funny thing is about it is that um, um, it's pretty much written on the wall. No, I'm not talking about the James Bond song. <laughs> which reminds me, people say, you're going to do that James Bond special. Well, uh, Skyfall, not Skyfall, excuse me, whoops, Spectre. Continuation Skyfall. Spectre is going to come out on Blu-ray. It was announced today. Uh, it's going to come on Blu-ray in February, so I'm going to do my James Bond special there. They just put up the new pictures of Godzilla Resurgence. That's the Japanese remake of Godzilla. Apparently, that's going to be a direct sequel to the original 1950, I forgot, uh, black and white version. Where Godzilla comes out all messed up, and he regenerates when he becomes the actual Godzilla at the end of the movie. Uh, no spoilers there. That is the pictures that are being shown. It was like really creepy. Uh, it reminds me of a Godzilla Destroyer. Remember that one? Uh, back in the 1990s. So I'm going to do James Bond special, Godzilla special, and what happened to your acting special? You can say about being a background actor. Frank, I want to join. Um, I want to know how you went to, to be a background actor. The my main papa, uh, the main main catching is to do with James Franco, and that got that's been put on the back hold, and nobody knows what's going on with that. Okay, I did a show called The Family, John Allen and Andrew McCarthy. Remember that? Weekends of Bernie's. Anyway, and John Allen, of course, is an Academy Award nominee. And The Family is going to come out. What date is that? It's going to come March 3. But the one show I did do, Jennifer Lopez and um, oh, Ray Liotta, it's coming out tomorrow. It's going to premiere tomorrow. I don't know if I'm in the first episode or second episode. You, all you're probably going to see is my blue jacket. <laughs> and if you blink, you're going to miss that. But anyway, I'm waiting for the rest of these shows to come on, and I'll be talking more about that. Anyway, so that's what's going to happen with specials. This rest of the month, we're going to talk about uh, the Golden Globes, the Critics' Choice Awards, and that's all going to lead to the Oscars. This list today is pretty much going to cover it. Now, as far as the website, I updated it, but the main thing I want you to concentrate on videolandexpress.blogspot.com. That is my main blogger page. Okay, um, and I just updated everything uh, today, as a matter of fact. And tomorrow I'm going to have a list. Well, I'm going to I'm going to talk about the predictions today, and I'm going to write out the list uh, tomorrow for Thursday. That way you have it all weekend with my predictions. You're going to see what is right. That's people ask me. I have fun with these awards. I don't. I take it you know tongue in cheek. I have fun with it. Basically, what I do is that I have I make bets with my friends to see if I write it right or wrong. And the pressure's on me, well, 25 years, you know something, Frank? Well, kind of bragging rights, but in a way, the same token, you can't predict, okay? Um, pretty much with the Golden Globes. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me announce. Okay, I'm looking at my list, don't mind me. Okay. Um, Producer, Producers Guild Awards, which was announced, okay? And they picked. Um, the Big Short, British Spies, Brooklyn, Ex Machina, that's a prize, Mad Max, Revenant, Sicario, Spotlight, Straight Out of Compton. Uh, 
And they say um, 19 of the past 26 years, 19 years, these movies have become Oscar winners. The last eight years, every movie that they picked became Oscar winners. Those awards are going to be announced January 23rd. The Screen Actors Guild Awards for actors, that's going to be the 30th. Okay, so the Golden Globe is going to be this Sunday, January 10th, and then Critics' Choice Awards the 17th. So we're going to be talking about a war show. But anyway, Producers Guild Awards, and they picked for animation, they picked Inside Out, Peanuts, and Mona Lisa, and Good Dinosaur, and Minions made it in there. I'm not sure on the sheep. Minions already won me 20 bucks. <laughs> That's an 18-pack, folks. That's why I do these awards show. But tonight, I'm just going to give my recollection real quick now. The FI Awards have already been announced. And, of course, Big Show, Butcher Pies, Carol, Inside Out, Mad Max, Martian, Room, Spotlight, Straight Outta Compton. But they picked Star Wars, The Force Awakens. The Producers Guild Awards did not pick Star Wars Awakens. Okay? Now, I wasn't going to do Golden Globes and not mention uh, Star Wars, of course, right? Now, the Golden Globes did not nominate anything for Star Wars because they didn't put it um, they didn't, Disney did not put a, a, you know, a screener, you know, a preview for the for people to vote on it. But the Critics' Choice Awards, they did the same thing. They went back and voted, and the first time in history, Critics' Choice Awards only has 10. They actually included 11. They included Star Wars. They went back and re-voted, and they put in Star Wars in. And of course, a lot of people were pissed off. Hey, that's not right. You pick your 10 movies. You're not supposed to go back there. If I was concerned, there's two movies I'm going to mention, off, uh, three movies I'm going to mention off the bat. Because you're gonna be hearing this. Hopefully, I don't burn your ears out. Let's let's get animation out of the way. The one they're picking is Inside Out. Overrated. I am not a fan of this movie. This is one of Pixar's worst. Uh, it's up there with Brave, Cars. Okay, was my favorite, of course. You know, Finding Nemo, uh, Monsters University, Wally. You get the idea. Okay. Um, Inside Out, overrated. Really overrated. Good and. Good beginning, good ending. The whole middle sucked. That character, blue. I'm so blue. Oh, screw that. Okay? Uh, now, Walt Disney looked at it when they saw Minions being the second biggest animation movie of all time box office, right behind 100 million away from Frozen. Okay? That's why they're pushing Inside Out, so they can push the damn Blu-ray sales. Okay? Minions has been number one on Blu-ray sales for three weeks in a row. That's why they're pushing Inside Out. Okay, and people are falling for it. Overrated. That's a little filmmaking one-on-one business that's going on with Inside Out. Frank, you don't like it, but everybody's voting. It's the best animation. No, it's not. That's Disney marketing. Something that works for Force Awakens, and they figured they're going to push it Inside Out. Okay, that's filmmaking one-on-one. Okay, little business there. Um, let me see. What's the other list I'm going over right now? Okay, the other one, Sicario. Everybody's making a video. Overrated. Okay, oh, but it's all, all the problems down in Mexico. I mean, th- that, that's been happening for years and years. And now, you know, all the liberals are, oh, wow, it's such an important topic. Where you been? Okay, this has been happening for years and years. Okay, and now Hollywood being, oh, such an important subject. You kind of laid on it, okay? Freaking movie is overrated, okay? And the other one is joy. There was no joy in joy. Okay, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Lopez, oops, speak some. I'm talking about. I'm thinking about the TV show tomorrow. Shades of Blue. Sorry about that. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, her character was actually a composite of different uh, different characters of female characters who you know in real life became number one. Okay, 
But, you know, everybody thinks Joy is about the woman with the mop. Yes, she is, but there was all the other women in the business who made it to number one. If the movie was not done properly, it's like, it's maybe first couple of minutes funny, but it's mostly a drama. It's not a dramedy, okay? So those are the three. Sicario overrated, Joy overrated, Inside Out overrated. Good, I spoke my, I spoke my piece. I got that in the first five, ten minutes of the show. Now, let's go to the awards. Okay, and we're going to start with Golden Globes. I'm going to start with the Best Picture. And then, eventually, um, I'm going to say what I like and don't like. Okay? And let's let's start off with the Best Picture. Let's go. Carol. Now, I did say that's what the Oscars like for. You know, it's a topic about lesbian. Uh, back in the 50s, it was taboo. You know, it, uh, it's a period piece back in the 1950s and everything. That, that was gaining speed, but as, you know, what happens is they always pick a favorite at the beginning of the Oscar race, which started about two months ago. And now that's died out. Now it looks like Spotlight is, is coming in. Um, I made a list back in uh, Christmas Eve, I believe, uh, on my blog, the 23rd. I'm going to cut and paste because I updated that. I'm going to cut and paste and put that over, over on my blog this coming weekend so you can see my ratings on all these pictures. Carol got a three. Man Max Fury Road, I want that. Is that I want that to win. Is that on the motion? Okay, um, but probably the Revenant with Leo. Okay, the other picture got that nominated. Okay, Carol, Mad Max, Revenant, Room, Spotlight. I think Spotlight is going to get the Oscar about the the priest, um, child molestation, and all that, of in Boston. Um, Mark Ruffalo did a great job on that. He did another movie. Uh, what the hell was the name of it? Let me see if I can get that. He did another movie. Oh, Infinitely Polar, Polar Bear. I saw that this morning. Somebody sent me a screener um, about a person who's bipolar, Mark Ruffalo. He was excellent in that movie. Zoe Sadana. Okay. J.J. Abrahams was executive producer. Mark Ruffalo was executive producer. Remember when I said J.J. Star Trek and Star Wars and some fans don't, don't like that? Well, now you got Star Trek, Star Wars, JJ, and Marvel. Because Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk. As a matter of fact, in the movie, you ever see the movie? It's a funny comedy. That is a dramedy. Joy was not a dramedy. That was a boring drama, okay? Um, why this didn't, didn't get nominated? Maybe the topic's a little too, too heavy. Um, but it's funny. And they make a, a, a good couple. The kids are hysterical. He's the father of two daughters, and Zoe Zidane is trying to handle Mark Ruffalo, who has, um, you know, bipolar. Uh, he was nominated for the best performance by an actor in a supporting. Oh, excuse me, best performance by an actor in a most musical comedy. So he got the big nod. Yes, I'm skipping ahead. Sorry. Okay, um, but he was also really good in Spotlight. Okay, because um, which is, that, that's the. They're looking at Michael Keaton, and it looks like he's gonna not get the he's not gonna get the nod for Best Actor. Screen Actors Guild they're predicting what well, they're predicting uh, Best Cast Ensemble. I think Spotlight deserves it. So Best Picture, here we go. Um, Spotlight might sneak in. I'm choosing Mad Max, but Revenant. I think we'll get the best picture. Let's see who wins. Okay, best performance by an actress. Kate Blanchett, everybody's talking about, but Brie Larson for Room. Room is the only film I did not see. But all these films, I've seen every, every one of these films. Every film that I mentioned, I've seen everything except for Room. Room I did not see with Brie Larson, if I'm saying her name right. Okay? Um, 
She might get it, okay, Blanche? Now they're talking about the Danish girl, Alicia Vakando. Who knows? I forget, okay, Blanche, I'm playing it safe. Best performed by an actor, Leo is going to get it. Michael Fassbender, Eddie Redman, Will Smith, Brian Cranston. Now, I did say Will Smith was really good in concussion. People are pissed off about Independence Day. So, goodbye, Dennis, uh, Eddie Redman. He won last time. Okay? Michael Fassbender, he's, he's, oh, he always gets nominated for everything. He don't have his time. Frank Caston, he's, he's still a TV dude, uh, but they're recognizing him for Trump, which was really good about the black listing in Hollywood back in the 1950s. I definitely recommend that. Like I said, I've seen all these Steve Jobs. He was good. It was based on the book, but eh, I give it a three out of five only for his performance. Uh, the the book is okay. Excuse me. The script, even though it's getting nominated, is not really based on the book per se. They took a lot of the scenario. Um, what's uh, what's his name? Ah, oh, Jesus, the chubby dude. Yes, yeah, Seth Rogen. He plays um, Steve Wozniski, his partner in crime. They never had conversations like that. That's in the movie. He's ready to present uh, to to an audience. In other ways, uh, uh, Steve Jobs. He always has these big shows and everything, talking to the audience. He had the big screen behind him. Well, before he did that, apparently Steve um, Wolitsky used to talk to him and stuff like that. They had used that argument. That never happened in real life, okay? So for that, Steve Jobs just gives a three out of five. Not realistic, but Michael Fender was good. Uh, Brian Cranston was good in Trumbo, but again, um, he's still associated with TV. So Leo uh, should get it. Okay, overdue. He should have got up for Wall Street. Okay, best motion picture, musical or comedy. This is this makes no sense. The Big Short. The problem with that is it's a lot of Wall Street terminology. Some of it was funny. It's more drama than anything else. Uh, the Martian. Now this is the reason why I think The Martian is going to win. Mainly because uh, for them to push it into a comedy, that means somebody's really pushing this movie. I think that might get it. Um, or Trainwreck, Amy Schumer. I thought she was hysterical. And Spy, why that guy nominated? Jason Statham saved the movie, as far as concerned. He was funny in Spy. But, and the other one on this list, Joy. You know the way I feel about that. So, musical comedy, Big Short, Joy, The Martian, Spy, Trainwreck. Martian should get it. Best performance by an actress in the comedy. I pick Amy Schumer. Now, they might go for Maggie Smith, Lily, Tomlin, only because they've been around for so many years. Jennifer Lawrence and Melissa McCarthy. Eh, cancel. I'm going for Amy Schumer. Best performance by an actress. Best performance by an actor in a musical comedy. Um, I'm going to give it to Mac Damon. Even though Mark Ruffalo was really, really good. Um, Christian Bell, Steve Carell, and Big Short. They were both good. Steve Carell actually was the movie for the Big Short, believe it or not. Uh, Christian Bell, hey, he was okay. Uh, but Steve Carell really saved that movie. I stood. And I'm not even a Steve Carell fan. Remember last time, The Foxcatcher? I hated that movie. They shouldn't even have been nominated for, for Oscar. You know, I, you know the way I, I always pick one or two movies every year that I think are overrated. The Foxcatcher was so overrated, it should never get nominated for anything. Anyway, Steve Carell was really good in the big short. And Christian Bale, they both canceled each other out. Matt Damon, Rock Ruffalo. The Dark Horse, Al Pacino. Danny Collins, hysterical. Anybody who's a Rod Stewart fan will recognize Opportunity's performance. He's playing Rod Stewart in the seven, you know, being an old rock star in the late 60s, 70s. Opportunity was excellent. And Danny Collins, you get a chance to see that. That's a four out of out of five. Um, most of these films get a three. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm gonna give my ratings. Right now, Revenant and Hateful Eight get an eight. 
um, excuse me, Hateful Eight gets, both those films get four out of five. The Martian, four out of five. Mad Max is the one that gets the five, okay? Uh, if I don't mention the other pictures, that means they all get threes. Okay, big short, spotlight. A spotlight between a three and a four, but uh, I think it was really well done as far as the cast ensemble. Best motion picture animated, okay. Uh, showing the sheep, got nominated, but it's not going to get in. Peanuts, yeah! Big Snoopy fan, the Red Baron. Um, so that is Spanish. That even makes it even more cuter. Good dinosaur. Um, people kept on putting it down. I thought it was good. Uh, deserved the nomination? Well, mm, I, I prefer minions in that spot. But I got a problem with that. Good dinosaur. Um, I know Mahalisa. Okay, that that got a three out of five. Good dinosaur got a good uh, gets a, a three out of five. That's a stop motion animation for adult drama. It's Woody Allen midlife crisis falling in love with a young girl. That's exactly what that movie is about. It's a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> Anybody knows who's a fan of Woody Allen movies? He's always going through a midlife crisis and it's always falling in love with a young girl. That's what I know. My Lisa is about, but the stop motion is pretty fantastic. There is a sex scene with that sort of hysterical, but nobody can beat Team America. Fuck yeah! <laughs> we want the star, we want the the the, the puppets of uh, uh, what was it? Um, Thunderbirds, Stingray. Anybody grew up on that? Oh yeah. A min- Anybody remember Fireball XL5? I believe. <laughs> and there was another one. I forgot what was the other one. It was a black and white thing. Oh the. Puppets were so creepy, ugly. You know what I'm talking about. Any any puppet fan out there knows what I'm talking about. I forget the, the name of it. Tomahawks? Terrorhawks. I think it's Terrorhawks, yeah. Oh, man. Puppets were so creepy. Hey. Anyway. Team America, fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, that's coming out of Blu-ray, too. Oh, well, it, it did come out of Blu-ray. Anyway. Uh, that's something I got to upgrade. Okay. Um, so, my choice for best animated, I would pick Shaun the Sheep. That's stop motion, fantastic stop motion, but it's not going to get it. If that doesn't get out for a Peanuts movie, that's not going to get it. They're going to pick Inside Out. Again, Disney, being the 800-pound bully gorilla in the room, is going to use their uh, their tactics to make sure that gets uh, that gets the award. Inside Out's overrated. As I will pick Peanuts movie, Shona Shape. I would have been happy with either one of them. Okay, Um Motion picture foreign language, didn't see any of them. Son of Saul about concentration camp, that always goes over well for, for people who care about that subject. I, I don't blame them, but okay. Best performance by an actress. Now, I saw youth, overrated, awful, boring, artsy, fartsy. And Jane Fonda was only there for less than 10 minutes and she got, got nominated. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, she's the one for Hateful Eight. Helen Mirror Trumbo, she was good. Mm, Alicia Vikander, I saw X Machina, I was bored. She's got a cute booty. You want to see it up for that? Fine. She also goes nude in Danish girl. You want to see that? Fine. Kate Winslet, I did not recognize her in Steve Jobs. I started seeing the movie and said, wait, who is that woman? Oh, I forgot. That's Kate Winslet. I forgot she was in the movie. She does with an American accent. She's, um, she helps out Steve Jobs. Because she's the, the assistant um, of Steve Jobs for so many years in real life. Anyway, that's who she portrays. I thought she was real good. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee. Because of hateful A Tarantino, I gotta go with that. Sorry. Okay, best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Uh, Stallone got nominated for Creed. I'm going with Stallone all the way to the bank. Michael Shannon was on Tonight Show. 
I'm talking about 99 homes. He is funny. You ever meet him in person? A friend of mine met him in person. He's hysterical. He was on Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he's making jokes in time. You know, he plays all these serious, really oh, distraught characters, mental characters, you know. Uh, of course, he was uh, General Zod, and of course, he was an Empire player. That's that's sick detective anyway. And the guy has a great sense of humor. He's a good father, you know. He's, he was talking about his daughter and stuff like that. Great sense of humor. Mark Rylance, of course, he's from TV, British Spies. Edwards Abba, Beast of No Nation. He is the future James Bond. He is number 009. I know anybody's a fan of the show knowing knows I've been saying that for the longest. He's going to be the next James Bond. Don't put James Bond. Say John Spence. I'm Spence. John Spence, 009. Did you make him remember what I said last time? They were going to give Michelle Yeoh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Pierce Bronson. They were going to give her her own spinoff. Then they were thinking about doing it with Halle Berry as Jinx. That didn't work out. So they were planning a sequel, a spinoff of James Bond. They could do a James Bond with Evans Robber as 009. And he was mentioned as Spectre, but you never saw him. That might be a hint. Who knows? Maybe the producer are thinking about that? Okay. Oh, um, that could definitely work as a spinoff. A lot of people are disappointed in Spectre. Okay, um, so, actor supporting role, Sylvester Stallone. Um, actor supporting role, actress, I'm going to go with Jennifer Jason Lee. But don't be surprised, Kevin wants to pulls it off. Best director, okay. Todd Haynes, Carol, he did the King's Speech, one. Alexandro Enrito, Mexican, he wants gravity. No, excuse me. He won for Bird. He got nominated for Gravity. Did he win for Gravity? I forget. And he won for Birdman. That's enough. He probably won't get it for Revenant. Okay. Uh, Tom McCarthy Spotlight. Maybe. Unless they go Sentimental. Sentimental will be between George Miller and Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott already won for Gladiator. So give it to George Miller for Mad Max. Guy's 70 years old. Give it to him. They should go that way. Well, I'm picking George Miller. Let's see who they pick. Okay. Screenplays. Um, I'm running out of time. Spotlight. Best original score, Aneo Maricone, Maricone uh, for The Hateful Eight. Even though, even though he did do um, some bits and pieces from the thing and included it into the soundtrack, but they let him get away with that. Uh, Yuichi Sakamoto, Abonato, Japanese composer, German composer. They wrote uh, Revenant. I listened to all the soundtracks, and I, I got to pick Revenant, but... They might go old school and Neo Maricone. I will pick him, but there were snippets from the thing. So it's not a complete 100% soundtrack. Um, I listened to Carol. I listened to Danish Girl and Steve Jobs. They got the same motif, piano motif, playing over and over again. And that, that didn't like that. Okay, so. Okay, I'm going to end with best original song. That's a, that's a half hour show in itself. Best original song. Okay, Love Me Like You Do, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, okay. Candle Wax and Chains and all that. No, thank you. Uh, simple uh, song number three by Youth. From, excuse me, from the movie Youth. Overrated. Um, uh, One Kind of Mercy, Love uh, from Love and Mercy, the Brian Wilson story, okay? Paul Dano got nominated, but John Cusack did not get nominated. So they're going to cancel each other out. One Kind of Love, a nice song by Brian, written by Brian Wilson. Um, if it wasn't for See You Again from Fury 7, maybe one kind of love. Uh, See You Again, definitely Fury 7. Uh, one, two, three. It took four songwriters to do that, music and lyrics. Uh, hands down, Fury 7, See You Again. Okay? Writings on the Wall, that got nominated for Spectre. 
ah, I just don't have time to talk about it. The next show, when I, when I do the Golden Globes wrap-up, there's a lot of tidbits I want to talk about. They also talk about um, you know, TV series. We're going to cover that. Mr. Robot will probably get it, and Cookie for Empire. That's about it. Now, I got two minutes left. Here it goes. Um, I'm going to write out my predictions this coming weekend, probably Thursday into Friday. Look at the blog. I'm going to write out all my predictions the way we talked about it today. And then I'm also going to put out all the reviews on all these movies. The list is basically all the reviews I've done on all these movies that got nominated. Okay? Um, so you're going to see two lists this weekend. Next weekend I'll be coming back for the Golden Globes review. And uh, I'll do that with Star Special. Then they're going to make the announcements next Thursday for Oscar nominations. Let's see if this pick will get left out. Okay, tonight, um, the first show, the People's Choice Awards. Despite the fans, I, I really don't sink my, my teeth into this. And so, I got a minute left. Uh, favorite movie, Ultron, Fury 7, Inside Out, Jurassic World, Pitch Perfect 2. Again, that's by the fans. Me, Fury 7, or J-Roll. Fine with me. Um... Best favorite action movie? They'll probably pick Ultron. Okay. Um, besides that, ah, um, what else? There's a whole list here. Favorite con, drama, criminal. Uh, anybody related to J-Well, Ultron, and Fury 7, I'm sticking with those. Actors, actors, actresses, <laughs> best action movie, best action stunt, best kiss. Those three movies I pick, those are my, my top five favorite movies of the year, along with The Force. Yes, I know I pick on The Force. I got a problem with Kylo Ren, but I got a problem with only one minute of uh, Luke Skywalker showing at the end. Yes, but still love the movie better than The Phantom Menace trilogy. Everybody, thanks for listening. I'll definitely have two shows next week. I'll talk to you guys then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.